just don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. True Crimes and Story Times. I'm Michelle. And I'm Kirsten. And today I tell Kirsten a true crime case that she's never really heard of. Yep. Or didn't do research on. Maybe you've heard of it, but... I've heard of it, but I don't know a lot about it. Okay, well, today I'm telling the story of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yes. Crazy. Yeah, messed up story. Mm Mm-hmm. Learn me some things. Teach me some things. Learn me some things. Learn me some things. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Claudine Petre, I think is how you say the last name, is later to be known as Dee Dee Blanchard, and that is Gypsy's mom. She was born on May 3rd, 1967 in Chack Bay, Louisiana with her mom, her dad, and her five siblings. Dee Dee was 24 when she started dating 17-year-old Rod Blanchard and working at a hospital as a nurse's assistant. Whoa. What 24 and difference. 17? Yeah. That would not be okay today. No, not at all. Uh, what Rod did for work is he worked on a fishing boat. They met at a bowling alley in New Orleans, and he said that Dee Dee was different, just like a weird way. Weird different. I not guess. like, oh, she's not different. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, she's different. Like, oh, she's different. <laughs> uh, Dee Dee became pregnant not long after they were together, and Rod didn't actually love her, but, you know, back then, if you got somebody pregnant, you had to get married before anybody found out about that pregnancy. Yep, you don't want a baby to be born with only one parent. No. That was not okay. Nope. Uh, three months later, on Rod's 18th birthday, he decided he got married for the wrong reasons, and him and Dee Dee split. In July 1991, Dee Dee and Rod's daughter was born Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy, and Rod was a fan of Guns N' Roses. That's an interesting reason to yeah, make daughter Rose. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, Gypsy had no real health issues as a baby, and Dee Dee, but Dee Dee thought Gypsy was suffering from sleep apnea at three months old. Hmm. She took her to the hospital, and she made her wear a heart monitor and a CPAP machine because she was afraid she would stop breathing in her sleep. I can understand being afraid that your baby... I think every every mom or every parent has mm-hmm. that thought. Like, mm-hmm. what if my baby stops sleeping? I know I still do that with my two-year-old. But like, Breathing? Yes. You said, what if my baby stops sleeping, which she's oh. crying on cue right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like when my little brothers were little, I would... Or any time, like, I babysat somebody else's kid and they were sleeping, I'd, like, put my finger, like, kind of under their nose to check. Right. <laughs> because but I'm, like, like, it was only, like, every once in a while, though. I'm, like, I, I think, hope they're breathing. <laughs> I think taking them to the hospital and, like, hooking them up to a CPAP machine, that's a little far. Yeah, because, like, you're affecting their breathing by hooking them up to the CPAP machine right. if they don't have trouble breathing. Right. So, despite multiple hospital trips, tests, and doctors saying that Gypsy was the perfect baby, Dee Dee did not believe them and thought Gypsy had an unspecified chromosomal disorder. Whoa. Yeah. All doctors thought that she knew what she was talking about and said that Dee Dee could be very charming. So, she, like, charmed charmed the doctors into making them think that Mm -hmm. maybe something could be wrong. Yeah, exactly. She was also a nurse's assistant, so she knew Mm -hmm. what to talk about what to say right so after uh dd and rod split she moved in with her father and her stepmother but rod was so worried about gypsy he moved back in with dd to try and make things work that only lasted three months before they finally divorced nice um dd was accumulating more and more costs for illnesses she swore that gypsy suffered and she took rod to court to get reimbursement for the expenses yikes yeah so she's making these things up. She's taking her kid to the doctor so she can get billed for it. But 
Is there anything wrong with her, though? Exactly. According to Dee Dee's parents, she had always been manipulative in this way. Her parents said that when she didn't get her way as a child, she would see to it that you would pay. She had a habit of stealing from family members. She would open credit cards in her parents' name and grandparents' names, and she also had a history of writing bad checks in Slidell and New Orleans. And those are both in Louisiana. But Dee Dee's mom also had a criminal history, so... Uh, Dee Dee's mom did a lot of shoplifting. She would steal people's clothes from the laundromat, and uh, Dee Dee's mom stole three to four k from Dee Dee's grandfather. That's a lot of money. At age eight, Dee Dee said that Gypsy Rose had leukemia, muscular dystrophy, and was bound to her wheelchair. What? Yep. So she just said these things. Oh, she took her kid to the doctor though. But like, how is she? The doctor said she was charming. Interesting. So she's doing this all for money, though, it seems like. If she's had a history of mm-hmm. opening credit cards. Yeah. But, so, like, what does what does saying your kid has leukemia, how, how do you benefit from that? I don't know, but I guess we'll find out. Oh, yeah. She had none of this and was a victim of Munchausen by proxy. Well, there we go. Which is a mental disorder that causes a parent or other caretaker to exaggerate, fabricate, or induce illness in a person under their care to obtain sympathy or attention. So she wanted attention for her child being, quote-unquote, sick. But she wanted the attention. Right. Because Rod left her, Mm. I think. That's really what she wanted. She always wanted the attention. She didn't want her daughter to have the attention. She wanted the attention to be on herself because her daughter was sick. Exactly. Like, you poor thing. As oh a parent, you, yeah. must, you must be so sad. It must be so hard for you. To take care of your daughter in this wheelchair. All right. Yeah. Mess up. Dee Dee shaves Gypsy's head like a chemotherapy patient. Allegedly, she told Gypsy that the medication she was on would make it fall out anyways. Man, how old was Gypsy at this time, I wonder? Uh, eight. Eight? Mm-hmm. That must be hard on an so, eight-year-old. Like, her mom's basically telling her, you have leukemia, you have to shave your head. And she doesn't know any different. No. She's eight Because that's her mom. Right. She's going to believe what her mom says. Mm-hmm. Uh, her mom insisted on a feeding tube, and she made Dee Dee, or Dips, gosh dang it, Gypsy made Dee Dee drink Pediasure until she was well into her 20s. So that's like the stuff they put in your feeding tube. You mean Dee Dee made Gypsy. That's what I said. You said Gypsy made Dee Dee. Dee Dee made Gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Dee Dee insisted on taking an oxygen tank and the feeding tube everywhere they went for more attention and yep. sympathy. Mm-hmm. When Gypsy was seven or eight, she rode a motorcycle with her grandpa when he had a minor accident causing Gypsy to fall off and cut her leg. Dee Dee insisted that she needed multiple surgeries for it to heal properly, and she forced Gypsy to start using a wheelchair to prevent further damage, even though Gypsy was fully capable of walking on her own. For a cut on her leg. Yeah. In a minor yeah. accident. She's like, oh, cut oh your leg. Oh my gosh. Your even. leg needs cut open even more. Yeah, you need multiple surgeries in a wheelchair. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. Dee Dee insisted on homeschooling Gypsy due to her quote-unquote illnesses, and Gypsy got pulled out of school as early as kindergarten and as late as second grade. I didn't really find which one, so. Somewhere between there. Yeah. Super young. Mm-hmm. She didn't really have any other friends or family other than Dee Dee. And Dee Dee claimed Gypsy taught herself to read by reading Harry Potter books. Oh, I love Harry Potter. Me too, but like, no. <laughs> yeah. How is a child that young reading Harry Potter? Yeah, no. So, I don't know. Dee Dee and Gypsy were still living with Dee Dee's stepmom and dad, and people believed Dee Dee was poisoning her stepmom with Roundup Weed Killer, leading to her to be chronically ill. Yikes. Yeah. And people also believe that in 1997, Dee Dee may have killed her own mother by denying her food. So she possibly starved her own mother to death. That's crazy. And possibly poisoning her stepmother with Roundup. Like... That's messed up. This lady's sick in the head. Yeah. Dee Dee's family confronted her about the poison and about the way she was treating Gypsy. So Dee Dee packed up her and Gypsy stuff and they moved to Slidell, Louisiana. Not long after they moved out, Dee Dee's stepmom returned to normal. Hmm. hmm. Imagine that. Wow. Probably because she wasn't drinking Roundup every day. Literally. 
They lived in public housing and Dee Dee paid their bills with Rod's child support and the public assistance they got from Gypsy's supposed illnesses. So people believed that Gypsy was very sick. I mean, when it comes to, like, a child being sick, you don't want to... Say it's not true. Right. But, like, why weren't these doctors realizing what was happening? Like, if she's getting tested and it's coming back, that it's not that, then... Somebody like, had done something or covered something yeah, up. seriously. They were regulars at a hospital in Tulane Medical Center and at Children's Hospital of New Orleans. Dee Dee was constantly seeking out specialists to treat Gypsy's several illnesses. Since Dee Dee did have some nursing training, she could accurately describe some symptoms and sometimes gave Gypsy medications to mimic symptoms. So, like, she was giving her these medications and it kind of seemed like she may have had the things that Dee Dee was talking about. Mm -hmm. That's messed up. Yeah. So, she's, like, making her daughter look sick. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. actually look sick. Mm -hmm. That's probably why the doctors believed her. Probably. Gypsy had to do several tests, painful procedures, and unnecessary surgeries, but medical tests showed inconclusive or contradictory results regarding Gypsy's diagnosis. If any doctors questioned Dee Dee, she would change doctors. And that's Red flag. That's what makes me believe... She knew what she was doing. Yeah. She knew that she was doing this to Gypsy. She knew mm -hmm. that Gypsy wasn't actually sick. Or yep. otherwise, why would she instantly change doctors every time they questioned her? Yep. Red flags. All kinds of red flags. Mm hmm So, including a... Oh, so this is another test that they did, the muscle biopsy, which showed no signs of MS that Dee Dee claimed Gypsy had, insertion of tubes in her ears for reported ear infections, and extraction of her saliva glands, supposedly to control her drooling. And Gypsy later claimed her mother would numb her gums with a topical anesthetic to induce the drooling. What the heck? So she's literally... Like, physically making her daughter look sick. Mm hmm Making her drool. And then getting the saliva glands removed. Because she, quote-unquote, has, has a drooling problem. She yeah. drools. Yeah. That's so and sick. This, and if you think about it, it also goes back to her chromosomal disorder. Right. Like, if you have a chromosomal disorder, you're in the brain, you're a lot younger than what you are on the outside. Mm-hmm. So, it is a possibility that she was drooling if she were to have that. Right. So, Dee Dee claimed Gypsy suffered from seizures with no medical proof. Um, they prescribed Gypsy medication anyways. How do These you... doctors need to be go back through medical school or something? How do you prescribe someone medication for something that they don't have? How? For the money. Literally, when I hurt my back and I went to the med check, they were trying to say that I was getting pain medication. That's why you don't go to the med check, people. Yeah. Just... Like, medchecks aren't aren't the best. Literally, they're like, you're 20, your back shouldn't hurt. Like, bro. Yeah, you're telling me. But it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the effects of not having the salivary glands and on top of that, the seizure medication caused Gypsy's, like, her front teeth to rot. Man. She had to have her front teeth removed and replaced by a bridge. So that's like the little that's wire so thing that they put the teeth on and yeah. you just pop it in your mouth. Like a retainer with teeth on yeah. Teeth on it. Yeah. Gotcha. Tubes were also placed in her ears for her constant ear infections. But her five foot, five foot, five foot, five foot, <laughs> her five foot height, nearly toothless mouth, large glasses, and high childlike voice reinforced the perception that she had all the problems her mother said she did. Which her mother made her look mm -hmm. and sound this way. Exactly. Because she made. Her, made Gypsy believe that she really was sick. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if you see pictures of her, um, you can see the big glasses and everything. They do make her look like sick her mother says. Her young, yeah, yeah, sick and young. At doctor's appointments, Dee Dee did not let Gypsy speak, but if she did, Dee Dee would hold Gypsy's hand or have her arms around her shoulders, and if Gypsy spoke too much, she would squeeze her. Like telling her, hey, I got this. Well, that was like, anything. Because she didn't want people to figure her out. So if Gypsy were right. to start talking, like, above what her mental capacity was supposed to be or right. start saying things that might make doctors think that she's not sick, Dee Dee wanted to shut that down. Right. So. In 2005, Dee Dee claimed to be a victim of Hurricane Katrina so her and Gypsy could receive assistance to relocate from Louisiana to Missouri. 
Dee Dee continued to take Gypsy to doctor's appointments after the relocation and now had an excuse for missing medical records. Because they, quote-unquote, got lost in the mm-hmm. hurricane. Exactly. They moved into a shelter in Covington, Louisiana that was set up for people with special needs. And a doctor there suggested she return to her native Missouri. And the next month, they were airlifted there. For free. For free, because Gypsy is so sick. sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, at first, they lived in a rented home in Aurora. And then, in 2008, Dee Dee and Gypsy moved into a new home in Springfield, Missouri. It was built by Habitat for Humanity. It was painted pink and also had a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub. They got the package. Yeah. The full package. Yeah. That's nuts. They want everything for this little girl because she's so sick. Yeah. And, like, to me, it's like, wow. Like, but why are you going to... It just makes me sick thinking about how they're taking advantage of all these resources that could be used for somebody who actually needs it. Yeah. And, well, I don't want to blame Gypsy for any of this. No, no, no. Up to this point because it's like she was just a kid and she was just being manipulated. And, of course, you're going to listen to your parent. And your mom, especially when right. she's the only one you have right. at this time. Um, even though her father was involved in her life, so, but still, like, she right. felt like she only had her mom. Because her mom was the one who takes care of her 99% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Gypsy did make friends with her neighbor, and she was a girl who was around the same age as Gypsy, but she didn't know that at the time due to forged birth certificates. So how old was Gypsy at this time? Um, it was in 2008. Yeah, and she was born in 1991, so she was 17. But she thought she was younger. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Dee Dee and Gypsy also received benefits and charity from Children's Mercy Hospital, Ronald McDonald House, and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. The story of a single mother with a severely disabled daughter forced to flee Katrina's devastation received considerable local media attention, and the community often pitched in to help her. The outpouring of support included many charitable contributions. In Louisiana, mother and daughter had at most availed themselves of occasional stays in Ronald McDonald houses during medical appointments. In Missouri, they received free flights to see doctors at Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City, free trips to Walt Disney World, and backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts, where she was frequently photographed with the singer via the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So she's getting all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and Dee Dee's getting all this attention. Yeah. Like, because she's this mother who has this sick daughter, mm-hmm. and think, everyone wants to feel bad for her. Exactly. And think about all the kids that could have had this. Yeah. All it, all the actually sick kids that could have got their dream, had their dream come true. Exactly. And then to sit here and think that Gypsy was getting all this stuff from Make-A-Wish Foundation, and some kids may not have gotten it and could have died right. and not had their wish come true. Right. Because all Gypsy because of and Dee Dee. Yeah. yeah. Even though it wasn't Gypsy's fault, I just want to make that clear. Yeah, I know. Rod also continued to make monthly child support payments of $1,200, as well as sending Gypsy gifts and occasionally talking to her on the phone. That's a lot of child support. For one child, yes. Yes. But she's very sick. So he's got to pay extra because of her medical Mm -hmm. problems. At least I would assume. It also depends on how much he makes. Oh, that's true. Because they base it off your income. Mm, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so. During one call on her 18th birthday, Rod recalls Dee Dee telling him not to mention her daughter's real age since she thinks she's 14. And she was really like 17 or 18. Mm Mm-hmm. This was on her 18th birthday. Oh, on her 18th birthday. So, yeah, Dee Dee told Rod, don't mention it's her 18th birthday because she thinks she's 14, but in reality, like, Dee Dee was just like making up that age for gypsy you'd think she wanted the benefits for longer right because once they turn 18 it's a different story yeah i'm sure i would assume i would assume you get less benefits and stuff plus if she gets older then the whole thing about her chromosomal disorder and her leukemia like why hasn't she passed away yet right you know what i'm saying yeah yeah when he later recalled Oh, which he later recalled as weird, but at the time just brushed it off because Dee Dee told him she was mentally younger and he didn't want her feelings. So, like Gypsy's feelings. Right, yeah. You would think that Gypsy, as she got older, would start to be like, I'm having a lot more birthdays or, you know, that 
We shall I should see. be order. We shall see. So Gypsy was constantly told how bad her father was. That's why she didn't really trust him. Dee Dee constantly like said this about him and mm-hmm. he was a bad person. And in reality, he wasn't. Dee Dee just wanted to keep him at arm's length. So he didn't realize that Gypsy was actually not Like the sick. severity of yeah. the lies that yeah. Dee Dee has made up. So Rod's sitting here thinking Gypsy's so sick. She has leukemia. She has a chromosomal disorder. She has all these things wrong with her. Muscular dystrophy. But he she has to be in a wheelchair. He never sees it exactly like and physically exactly that's why Dee wanted to keep him at yeah. arm's length mm-hmm. she did not want him to figure this out so basically gypsy was told that her dad didn't want anything to do with her i mean that's Dee's way of isolating gypsy mentally mm-hmm. it's mental abuse you know oh yeah Dee's neighbors believe that gypsy's father was an abusive drug addict and alcoholic that never sent them money Oh, my goodness. Never sent the money, huh? Never. At $1,200. $1,200 a month. Exactly. That's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean... And especially, like, I know it's not that long ago, but mm -hmm. the the price, the value of money back then was not as high as it is now. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Dee Dee loved the attention her and Gypsy had received from all of these lies. So... One of the pediatric neurologists that Gypsy saw said that for someone who hadn't walked in nine years, she should technically not have really any muscle in her lower extremities, but she was normal. Hmm. She did support her own body weight. And, oh, the doctor told Dee Dee she was not a good historian. And I looked up the meaning of historian because I honestly have no idea. But the meaning is... The medical history, case history, or anam- anamnesis of a patient is inf- information get. Gosh dang it, I need to start that over. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> the medical history, case history, or anamnesis of a patient is information gained by a physician by asking specific questions either of the patient or of other people who know the person and can give suitable information with the aim of obtaining information useful in formulating a diagnosis and providing medical care to the patient. So basically, he was saying that she's not good at saying what's wrong with Dee Dee, or what's wrong with Gypsy. I keep right. mixing them up. Right. Yeah. The doctor said this. Yes. The pediatrician was going to report Dee Dee, but decided against it because he was told to treat them with golden gloves and thought he would be rejected since there was such a huge community behind Dee Dee and Gypsy. So he did the only thing he could. He put it in his notes in his report. So he he knew something was up. Yeah. But because of all the attention they had, he couldn't do anything. Exactly, because so many other doctors never reported this. Right. And he did put it in his notes that he thought Gypsy was a victim of Munchausen by proxy. So... And that was the last report from Mercy Hospital in Springfield, Missouri in 2008 until 2015. Yikes. But how did Dee Dee figure out that the pediatrician was on to her? Through the social work paperwork, Dee Dee is always requesting medical records, so she would have gotten a copy of the letter from that pediatrician. So. So. What he put what in happened? his notes. She, she like, saw it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, can't do that anymore. Gotta skr skr out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go to another doctor. Again, I really want to know how many doctors uh, the Gypsy saw in total. And also, I saw that over the course of, like, so many years, they had been over to 100 doctor's visits or something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. So, an anonymous caller reported Dee Dee to... Thor- what the hell happened to my voice right there? An anonymous caller. <laughs> what the hell? An anonymous caller reported Dee Dee to authorities saying she had multiple aliases and B-Days for Gypsy. B-Days is birthdays, guys. Birthdays, yeah. <laughs> I just typed it as B-Days, so that's how I read it. <laughs> Two officers visited Dee Dee and Gypsy, but were convinced by Dee Dee that nothing was amiss. So they just took her word for it. Yep. What the heck? She's like, nah, look, look at my daughter. She's in a wheelchair and her head's It's shaped. all true. Yeah, Literally. Officers who performed the resulting wellness check accepted Dee Dee's ex- explanation that she used the misinformation to make it harder for her abusive ex-husband to find her in Gypsy without talking to Rod and reported that Gypsy seemed to genuinely be mentally handicapped. The file was closed. Oh my. She's like, oh, my abusive husband, ex-husband's gonna find me. So. Gotta run. 
Yeah. But, like, you're getting all this attention, all this media attention. Like, Gypsy got several awards and was on several different, like, things, TV outlets, media outlets. Like, yeah, that makes, that doesn't make sense. If like, you're trying to hide from your ex-husband. You wouldn't be wanting all this attention. Right. Another red flag. I'm waving it. <laughs> as Gypsy grew older, Dee Dee began lying about her age, obviously. She went as far to change her birth certificate from 1991 to 1995. How how do you change somebody's birth certificate? Literally. Who does that? How? Who, where do you find a person to do that in general? She had to have done it online or something. Dude. Like, find, you know how people get, like you know, the fake IDs. Black market or what yeah. is it called? Dark web? She yeah. must have been on the dark web. Something. Gypsy later said she did not know her real age for 15 years. That's a long time. Yeah. To not know how old you are. Her mom was lying to her that long. That's crazy. So, Dee Dee got away with this by saying that her birth certificate was destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. Of course, along with all her... Other medical records. Right. Yeah. Gypsy did recall seeing her real birth certificate and confronting her mom about it. Mm, so she's starting to wonder yeah what's she's like going on. wait a second i thought i was born in 95 this does not say 95 by the way austin was born in 95 because he's old he is not old <laughs> i'm just kidding Dee, Dee lied and told her it was a misprint a misprint yep oh they just they misprinted your birth certificate do you know how many times they check that like literally when how you're in often the hospital does that happen it doesn't. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> like when your kids were born? Like, like I had to read the paper like five or six times and they're like, is everything right? Are you sure? Are you sure? You want to read it again? Right. And I'm like, it's right. I think I you're going to make me... quadruple checked it. You're going to make me second guess myself. Seriously. As Gypsy got older, she just wanted to be free and she started to figure out more and more about her mom. Since 2001, Gypsy had attended science fiction and fantasy conventions, sometimes in costume, since she could blend in, even in her wheelchair. She would wear, like, a lot of wigs and stuff because her mom shaved her head. Right. Like, how would you feel if you thought you could never grow hair? Right. I would I'd cry. be sad. I mean, I know you shaved your head once, but no. Okay, and guess what everybody told me? It looked fabulous. No. Oh, I thought it, it looked it great. It did not look fabulous. I loved it. I, I thought it was so cute. I would not shave my head again unless I absolutely had to. But listen, I, you know me, my hair is everything. It is. It, but you have beautiful hair. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. It is curly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like seriously, I couldn't imagine constantly having my head shaved. Mm-mm. Like, that's so sad. That's very degrading as a human, I feel like. Especially when there's people out there that like are actually sick and can't grow their hair because exactly. of, you know, medications and mm-hmm. stuff that they take. Yeah, for sure. At an event in 2011, she ran away with a man she met online. Dee Dee tracked oh, her down. Oh, Gypsy did this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gypsy ran away with a man that she met online. She met him at a convention mm-hmm. and ran away with him. Interesting. Yeah. Well, she met him online. Then they went to the convention and then she ran away with him. Gotcha. Which I'm like, how did nobody see her walking? Did she take her wheelchair? Like, I don't understand. Well, she was in costume, right? Right. But like, still, she's very noticeable. That and, like, yeah, recognizable, for sure. She's on so many media outlets. Her house was built by Habitat for Humanity. She was on, got Mm -hmm. all these awards. Like, how Mm -hmm. did you not notice that was her? Don't know. So, Dee Dee tracked her down through mutual friends, and Gypsy basically ran away to Arkansas, I think it was. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's what I read. Um, Dee Dee produced the paperwork giving Gypsy's false younger birthday and threatened to inform police. So she basically went there, found them, said, look, she's only... She's like, underage, like yeah. 15 or something like that. Yeah, let's see. So 95 was her forged birthday. 2011, 2011. she would have been like 16. 16. Quote unquote, 16. Uh, even though she was actually 19 at the time. So it was completely legal for her to leave if yeah. she wanted to yeah exactly but she didn't know that right she only saw that birth certificate that her mom said was a misprint so mm-hmm. she wasn't actually sure right so once Dee Dee got gypsy home she smashed her laptop cell phone and cell phone with a hammer and told her that if she ever did that again she would smash her fingers the same way yikes so her mom knows what she's doing yeah clearly 
and just wants to keep Gypsy trapped forever. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee took handcuffs and a dog leash and restrained Gypsy to the bed for two weeks. Oh my gosh. And denied her food and stuff. My goodness. So then I'm sitting here thinking, like, did you kill your mom because you're denying your daughter food? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't so, you do that to your mom? Right. The only reason that she wouldn't hurt Gypsy in that way is because that was her money bank. Mm-hmm. But now Gypsy is starting to wonder. Mm-hmm. And Dee Dee's starting, I think Dee Dee's starting to freak out, like. I do too, internally. Yeah, she's like, oh my gosh, like, they're on to me. Mm-hmm. Just imagine how paranoid you would be, dude. She was probably paranoid her whole life. Like, Dee Dee. Yeah, like, sh- somebody's gonna find out. Yeah. And like, then oh I'm gonna be screwed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why she would always change doctors. She was so paranoid, I can mm-hmm. already see it. Dee Dee later told Gypsy that she had filed paperwork with the police claiming that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, leading Gypsy to believe that if she attempted to go to the police for help, they would not believe her. And of course they're going to believe Dee Dee because of all these, med- all the medical history that Gypsy has. Exactly. They're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. All the like non-inclusive right. medical right. history though, it's like... How is no one seen through this scam? Like, I don't get it. Me either. Gypsy said that sometimes her mother would hit her and deny her food. So, there it is. Like, Mm -hmm. did she kill her mom? This is all alleged. Right. Um, She often hit Gypsy with an open hand or a coat hanger, and Gypsy had to take so many slaps depending on how severe her behavior was. Yikes. She's messed up in the head. Now she's starting to be violent. Yeah, exactly. Well, if the mental abuse doesn't work anymore, what do you revert to? Right. Physical. Physical. Yeah. Gypsy found her way back online in 2012, and she joined a Christian dating site where she met Nicholas Godijon. I think that's how you say his last name. Nicholas was a quiet kid, and he was diagnosed with autism and Asperger's. He had a history of mental illness, including possible disassociative identity disorder. So, mul- I think it's like multiple, multiple personalities. personalities. Yeah. And the doctor said his mind will always be 15 to 16 years old. He was from Big Bend, Wisconsin, and in 2014, Gypsy confided, confided to her 23-year-old neighbor, which was her friend that she made when Who's they moved. actually her age. Yeah, gotcha. but she thought Gypsy was younger. Mm-hmm who, unaware that Gypsy was close to her own age, considered herself a big sister that she and Godijon had discussed eloping and had even chosen names for potential children. So they're sitting here, Gypsy and Nicholas, mm-hmm. talking about getting married and having kids. Right. Online. Right. They've never met in person, yep. which isn't necessarily a bad thing for everyone. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's in his mind. He's only 15 to 16, and she's also, like... Mentally abused, thinking that she's way younger than right. she is. Like, mm-hmm. exactly. So, it turns out good for some people, though. I mean, hey. Yeah, I mean, meet your lover online. Hell yeah. That's what you do. It's fine. That's totally cool, too. Oh. I did not mean to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> so, her neighbor friend tried to talk her out of it, still thinking Gypsy was too young and possibly being taken advantage by an online sexual predator. Which is... It's, it's, it could have been possible. It's plausible, yeah. For sure. Um, she considered Gypsy's plans just fantasies and dreams and nothing like this would ever really take place. Because I felt like Gypsy thought that everything with this man, everything with that man that she had met previously was all just a fantasy. Like, mm-hmm. that's what she was thinking of it as because she still... She was very sheltered, you know what I mean? So yeah. she's still like... She's watching these Disney movies and all this stuff and she thinks that's what love is. So she thinks all this stuff is just like a big fantasy. Right. So. Um, Nicholas introduced Gypsy to BDSM. Oh, yikes. And I'm, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you're into, go right but if, ahead. But if he thinks he's 15 to 16 and she yeah. thinks she's, well, you just, know, just wait, 16. Just wait. Initially, Gypsy didn't want anything to do with it, but Nicholas talked her into it. And Nicholas taught Gypsy that a woman is to be submissive and a man dominant. But, hey, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But these kids are kind of young. Yeah. Um, Nick's ex-girlfriend messaged Gypsy and warned her about him being a bad person. And in 2013, Nicholas was arrested for watching porn in a McDonald's for nine hours. Oh, my goodness. How do you do that for nine hours? Is he just watching it? Or is I don't he, know. You know. Like, I would, 
I think he got arrested for indecent exposure, so he was doing other things. Not just watching. Not just watching, but partaking. Partaking. Yikes. Yeah, and it's like... For nine hours. That's a long time. Literally. How how do you do that for nine hours? That's like longer than a normal work day. That's so true. You know? Yeah. Like, usually somebody goes to work for eight hours. Right. That's crazy. But yeah, so like, that's why I said BDSM, if that's what you're into. But this guy kind of seemed like, as we get more into it, like he's, he had some problems. Yeah. And like I said, nothing wrong with that if that's what you're into. But this guy, I think he kind of took it too far and it wasn't consensual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Nicholas claimed to have multiple personalities and Gypsy created her own to match them. Uh, the next year, Gypsy arraigned, arranged and paid for Nicholas to meet her mother in Springfield at a movie theater. So her plan was for him to just bump into her while she and Dee Dee were at a Cinderella movie. And then with both of them in costume and apparently strike up a relationship that way, then for her to introduce him to her mother. So her fan, this is another one of Gypsy's fantasies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like she's dressed up and... It's going to be the perfect meeting. Right. It's for a Cinderella movie, so she was probably Cinderella, and he was probably... Prince Charming. Exactly, so. So as soon as they did meet in person for the first time, Nicholas said Gypsy led him to the bathroom where they had sex. Yikes. So her first time having sex was in a bathroom at a movie theater. Yikes. But I'm wondering how her mom didn't notice that she was gone for so long. Yeah. I don't know. And you would think if if you have such a close watch on your child because of all the lies you've told about them, mm-hmm. like, why didn't she actually go to the bathroom with her? Right. And you know? I'm going to um, show you a clip real quick that I found off the documentary. Okay. About what he thinks sex is. So, you guys have sex. Yes. And what kind of sex? What What is sex like to you? Well, well to me, um, yeah, the kind of sex that I want is pretty much... Uh, Although 100% consensual is what okay. I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, I, are you biting her? Are you punching her? Are you? No, no, I would never lay my hands on okay. her. Okay. I didn't even bite her at all, actually. That, not for a long time, that is. Um, the very first time she whispered in her ear uh, that that was a turn-on of hers is biting. I bit her twice. Okay. The first time, I can't remember. The second time, I can remember, though, because I bit her a lot harder in the second time. Okay. However, uh, she seems to still enjoy it, even though it was really hard. Technically, once we got to that point, I screamed for him to stop, and he didn't. So, I don't consider it to be consensual. I barely felt any pleasure, actually. Okay. All right. Is there a reason you didn't feel pleasure? Uh, I don't know. It's really hard to say. I did make her uh, have her an orgasm once. Okay. And then after that, I she might have blew me a little bit. And then after that, I think we stopped because uh, we realized there was a lot of packing and stuff to do. Okay. So you guys get everything packed. She wipes down the fingerprints. And then what do you guys do? Uh, we uh, get a taxi and we get to... Yeah. So he basically says, like, he was biting her and stuff. And... Is she... It... She told him to stop. She yeah. said she told him to stop, and yeah. he didn't stop. Mm-hmm. So then at that point, she said it wasn't consensual anymore. Yikes. And you can see the pictures in the documentary of her bruises and stuff. It's like, they're from like him. teeth marks. Mm-hmm. Like, his, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I just wanted to play that little clip for you guys. And you can tell, like, the way he talks, that he doesn't really quite know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, like he... Like he wasn't in his right mind. Right. So, Gypsy said that Dee Dee didn't like Nicholas at all. And I wouldn't either if some random guy yeah. showed up to a Cinderella movie with no children or anything right. else. Right. It's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. She confessed to Nicholas what her mother had been doing to her. She felt closer to him after having sex with him in the bathroom and seeing him. Mm-hmm. So, she just felt like... She could trust him, and she basically just confessed to him what her mother was doing. Because at this time, she started to realize something was wrong. Something yeah. was not right. So, Gypsy asked Nicholas if he would kill her mother. Oh, dang. Yeah. Well, she was. I also saw in the documentary that she said it just, like, came up in conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't know if it's true that she asked him, but it could have just came up. Or it could have been something like... Or he suggested it. I don't know. They wanted to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they planned for over a year how they would go about that. And several times, Gypsy, like, backpedaled. It's like, I don't want... Uh, no, I don't really want to. Like, like, maybe that's not what we should do. We yeah, should find something yeah. else. Another way. Exactly. And they referred to this several times over a text message as plan B. Which, if you're gonna murder somebody, don't do it over text. Yeah, that's... Actually, please do, so you can be caught. That's but... true, yeah. If you want to get caught, yeah, go do ahead. it over text. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> um, Nick told Gypsy that he wanted to rape her mother. This guy has some weird sexual desires. Exactly. And Gypsy told him he could rape her instead, so he didn't do that to her mother. And I also have another clip from the documentary. D- d- Trigger Gypsy? warning. Trigger warning. Yeah, Gypsy said that... Not to do it to her mom, to do it to her. Yeah. Because she didn't want him to do that to her mother. Like, she still cared but about he, her but mother. He, but, but she wanted him to, to, kill, to kill her mother. Yeah. yeah. Well... She wanted out of that situation, I think. And I think she didn't just, want her mother to have any pain necessarily. He just probably took it upon himself. And mm-hmm. he was like, oh, she wants me to kill her mother. Exactly. When in reality, she just wanted out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I have another clip. I always reference myself to this. Did you have sex with Dee? No. You didn't stick your penis anywhere on her? Nope. Are you sure? Nope. Positive. I'm 100% positive. Okay. Uh, did you stick your penis in her mouth? Nope. Okay. Did your penis touch anywhere on Dee's body? Nope. Okay. Did your mouth touch anywhere on Dee's body? No. no. Okay. You didn't kiss her? Or nope. Liquor or anything like that? Nope. Okay. What do you think about people that have sex with dead bodies? It's quite disturbing, honestly. Okay. That's just, that would bother you? Yeah. Okay. I don't like necrophilia. Okay. Because I think one of the things that she might have said was that you had mentioned that you'd like to rape her mom. Yeah, at one point I was thinking about it. Okay. He had wanted to rape my mother. That's what he wanted to do. He was like, I'm going to kill her, but I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to rape her. So what I did was I made a deal with him. I'd let him rape me, and, um, and then he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that to my mom. Yep. You can hear how sad she sounds. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to talk about the clip other than that? I mean, like... It's fucked up. <laughs> it, is, it is messed up. Like, for her to care about her mother so much, mm-hmm. to put that on herself, mm-hmm. even after all the stuff that her mother has done, if he if she didn't want him to rape her what Mm -hmm. what would make him think that that's okay she wanted him to kill her yeah that too you know like i feel like he should have caught the vibe yeah like she just wanted out of the situation i don't think she really wanted her mom dead so yeah she obviously still loved and cared for her mom yeah we'll refer to that later i mean that was the person that cared for her her whole life right you know like even though her mom's this terrible person that Mm mm-hmm has yeah. lied about her and, and to hurt her. her and physically mm-hmm. hurt her mentally like, like that's her mom yeah exactly yeah. all right so june of 2015 nicholas rode the greyhound bus all the way to gypsy's home in missouri from wisconsin that's a long bus ride mm-hmm. and if you've ever been on i have rode a greyhound bus before and it's not fun yikes that's a rough ride i've never rode one i i rode one from tennessee up to indiana and it took like literally 24 hours when if you drive a car it takes like eight that's crazy yeah so that's a long bus ride from missouri to wisconsin but it's even longer Mm -hmm. when they have to make frequent stops it's probably double the amount of time that's so crazy yeah um when he arrived gypsy let him in she had a knife that she stole from walmart duct tape and a pair of gloves waiting for nicholas nicholas told her to go in the bathroom and cover her ears Gypsy said that she got into the fetal position and covered her ears, and she also claimed to hear her mother scream and even call her name from the other room, but then it was nothing but silence. That would be so sad. When I don't think she ever really wanted her dead in the first place, 
But I also feel like maybe he was pushing this on her because he wanted to do it. Mm, he was pressuring her into agreeing with it. Mm-hmm. Trigger warning. Nicholas stabbed Dee, Dee a total of 17 times in her back while she was asleep. Yikes. Yeah. That's messed up. And also, um, if you watch the documentary, it does show the crime scene photos and the pictures of the stab wounds, and I did not know that. Yikes. So, if you watch the documentary, it's actually on YouTube for free, but just a fair warning that it does show those pictures. If that's not something you want to see. Don't watch it. Steer clear. Yeah. It was an accident for me to see it, and it was like, whew, that's rough. Mm Mm-hmm. So... The two had sex in Gypsy's room afterwards. So, after he freshly killed her, they're like, okay, let's, uh, let's go, go do, do the, the nasty. Deed. Yeah. Yeah, like, what the hell? Why do people do that after murders? Like, it's so common, I feel like. I feel like it might be, like, I don't know, I never killed somebody before. <laughs> <laughs> well, no kidding. <laughs> but I feel like it might be, like, a release of, like, um stress pressure stress yeah and i guess so i can see that sex is also like another release for yeah, some people that's true so it might just go hand in hand like they're already on this high they, mm. after killing somebody yeah and they want to keep it going yeah you're right i could see that yeah so they mailed the murder weapon which was a blade from gypsy's house to nick's so they wouldn't be caught with the murder weapon it was the knife that gypsy stole from walmart so they mailed it they put an address on it to nick's house yeah I feel like that was not the smartest decision. Well, then they wouldn't have it on them, though. Oh, yeah. It would be in the mail. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. At least I understand. for the time being. Yeah, I understand. So they stole 4K from Dee Dee and fled to a motel right out of Springfield. They stayed there for a few days, did some drugs while they were gathering what they were going to do. And I saw in the documentary that they were doing Xanax or something. Mm-hmm. And I do have a clip from, like, them in the hotel. Okay. Uh, oh, let me see. <laughs> Hi, honey. <laughs> I'm feeling it. yeah like and she says in the documentary that they were high and stuff all right so they stayed there at the motel for a few days while they gathered what they were gonna do and they were seen on multiple security cameras from stores getting stuff to eat things like that and gypsy at this point thought they had gotten away with their crime several witnesses saw the two at the greyhound bus station as well um on their way back to nicholas's house in wisconsin so so they rode the Greyhound bus to Nicholas's house. His parents' house, actually. That's where he lived. He asked his parents if Gypsy could live with them and claimed that, like, her mom kicked her out and she was homeless. <laughs> yeah. So Gypsy was starting to worry about her mother's body not being found. So. So they, they, she wanted to make sure that. She was found. Gotcha. Um, she didn't want to get caught, I don't think. But, but she, she, she didn't want her mother to sit there and rot. Yeah, basically. So that even shows further how much she cared for her mother. Right. Um, So Gypsy and Nicholas came up with this idea. So Gypsy posted on the Facebook page dedicated to her and her mother. And trigger warning, she said the first status was that bitch is dead. Yikes. The second status, she also said, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL yikes that's gross yeah disgusting after seeing these posts friends of gypsy and Dee Dee went to check on them and people were used to them just going on medical trips unannounced but when people arrived Dee Dee's nissan cube was still in the driveway so they figured that they were home exactly and that's how she transported gypsy's wheelchairs around was that nissan cube it was specially right. made for them um no one was answering the door, so someone called 911. I'm not sure who, but somebody did. And when the police arrived, they had to wait on a search warrant before they could go in. So, I get Because it. They, they figured that they were there. Exactly. 
they were just like sleeping or mm-hmm. something but people were worried exactly all right um they allowed one of the neighbors to climb through the window and the neighbor noticed that every one of gypsy's wheelchairs was still present so she was walking yeah they're like they're, she's not there and well i don't think that was their first assumption they just noticed that all her wheelchairs were there, so maybe she was upstairs asleep. Okay, okay, okay. You know, I don't think that was her first assumption exactly. Obviously, this person didn't walk upstairs because right. they didn't find Dee Dee. So. Can't take a wheelchair upstairs, though. Exactly. Maybe she it. had one of those things, the little seat thing. Oh, lift? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once the warrant was issued, police entered the home and found Dee Dee's body. And a GoFundMe was made to help pay for Dee Dee's funeral expenses and possibly gypsies because at this point they were thinking that she may have been kidnapped or harmed or abducted. So she's nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. Gypsies nowhere. Her wheelchairs are there. Um, and they said, and even if she wasn't harmed, she would not last long without all her medications, oxygen, and feeding tube. Because so. she's sick. Apparently so sick. Yeah. So whoever kidnapped her... When they find her, she's probably not going to be alive, is what they were thinking yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. So, the 23-year-old neighbor that was her friend, um, she was among those people gathered on Gypsy and Dee Dee's lawn, because there was multiple people standing around, because they were obviously worried and mm-hmm. wanted to know what was going on. Um, she told police that what she knew about Gypsy and her secret online boyfriend. So, Gypsy would print out these conversations from her and Nicholas and she would show them to her 23 year old neighbor Mm. so her 23 year old neighbor knew about this um so she showed them the printouts that gypsy had given her which she had saved and it included his name on the printouts so they're like well who's this Mm -hmm. so based on that information police asked facebook if they could track the ip address from the previous post gypsy had made onto her and dd's shared account so i I don't know why they didn't think of that. I don't know. <laughs> like, everything leaves a trace behind on the internet. Right. So Like, every single thing. Yeah. I don't even think you have to, like, make a post or anything. Your phone itself. Mm-hmm. The IP address led police right back to Wisconsin, where Gypsy and Nicholas were staying with his parents. So. The next day, police got a warrant and raided Nicholas's parents' home. Where... They found them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, they found them, and that knife wasn't in the mail anymore. Well, no. So, it got delivered. <laughs> the package has been delivered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, Gypsy and Nicholas surrendered to police and were taken into custody on the charges of murder and felony armed criminal action. The news that Gypsy was safe sent relief through the town of Springfield. So everybody was happy that she was found safe. But didn't they wonder what happened? We gonna get there. Okay. We gonna get there. So her and Nicholas were extradited there back to Missouri. And they were both set at a $1 million bond. So a piece. A piece. Yeah. So, but in announcing the news, the sheriff said things are not always what they appear. Which is, has been the case for this whole story. Exactly. So the media in Springfield soon reported the truth about Dee Dee and Gypsy. Gypsy had never been sick and could always walk, but her mother had made her pretend otherwise using physical and mental abuse to control her, and the sheriff encouraged people not to donate to the Blanchards until they could investigate further. Yeah, why should they donate? When they've already gotten so much money. Yeah, but people were still donating for her medical stuff. Oh. So, like, she was still... That she doesn't need. Yeah, she was still going to the doctor. So, she still needed donations. Right. So. Well, I think that at this point, they may have thought that maybe Gypsy was in on it or something. Mm. You know? Until mm-hmm. they found out that the way her mother was treating her. Right. So, after Dee Dee's murder, many people who'd known Gypsy wonder why she had gone so far to kill her. Since she could walk, she simply could have exposed Dee Dee by standing in public, or standing up in public out of her wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Gypsy had been conditioned to think no one would believe her. She explained, quote, I couldn't just jump out of my wheelchair because I was afraid and I didn't know what my mother would do. I didn't have anyone to trust. That's understandable. 
she was mentally abused to this point. Yeah. Remember when Dee Dee said that she went to, like, the officer and, like, basically said that... She was, like, mentally handicapped Mm -hmm. and was, you know, making up all this stuff. Yeah, so, like, how could she trust anyone to believe her when Dee Dee had all this support behind her? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Mark Feldman, an expert in Munchausen Syndrome by proxy, said of Gypsy's life and actions, The control was total in the same sense that the control of a kidnapped victim sometimes is total. Her daughter was, in essence, a hostage, and I think we can understand the crime that occurred subsequently in terms of a hostage trying to gain escape. So, they're they're comparing it to, like, if somebody were kidnapped and were Mm -hmm. were to kill their kidnapper to... Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. I think they were basically just explaining, like, that's basically how Dee Dee treated her, was like mm-hmm. a kidnap victim. She right. was very sheltered. She wasn't allowed to have friends. She wasn't allowed to do stuff. She wasn't allowed to go out. Right. You know? Like, mm-hmm. she was allowed to go out with her mother, so she was under supervision. hmm Until after Dee Dee's death, Gypsy did not know the full extent of Dee Dee's lies. She knew she could walk and eat regular food, but actually believed that she had had leukemia. So this whole time, she had still thought she had leukemia. Even after, like, hasn't her hair, like, started to grow? Her mom kept shaving her head. Well, I mean, like, after after her mom, after they killed her mom. Well, I don't think it was long before they were caught. Oh, okay. It was, like, just a few days, I think. I don't, like, a week or two, if that. Oh, so she hadn't, like, noticed a big difference. I don't think so. Okay. So, uh, no one claimed Dee Dee's ashes. After her death. <laughs> and when her father and stepmother were called about the ashes, they told them to flush them down the toilet and they didn't want them. Yikes. That's how bad Dee Dee so was she really parents. was, like, a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, to everyone. Mm-hmm. So, Dee Dee's father and stepmother agreed that Dee Dee got what she deserved. That's pretty horrible to say. Like, you ha- really have to be a horrible person for your own, like, parent to say that about you. Yeah, seriously. Because I feel like your parents, like, give you lots of chances. Like, if you make mistakes or whatever, you know, your parents are very forgiving, understanding. Mm-hmm. They've lived life. They know. Right. So, for their her parents to be like, nah. I think they were really, obviously, it. upset about what the, she had done to Gypsy. Like, yeah. They cared about their granddaughter, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So, the charge of first-degree murder can carry the death penalty under Missouri law or life without parole. But the county prosecutor announced he would not seek that for Gypsy, nor Nicholas, causing the case extraordinary and unusual. I can see that. Me too. Gypsy was given a plea bargain for second-degree murder and did not require her to testify against Nicholas. What is the difference between, like, first-degree and second-degree? So, first-degree, I think, is premeditated, and second-degree isn't. Is it just, but I'm not like, sure. you Second, killed somebody? Yeah. Like, you didn't plan it? Yeah. Gotcha. I think so, but I'm not, like, 100% sure. Mm. In 2015, she accepted the plea bargain and got 10 years in prison, so not long at all. So, <laughs> at the time, she was, what? So, in 2015, if she was born in 91. She was 29? 20? 26? I don't know. Well, that's four. So, 1991 plus four is 1995, so she was 24. 2015 okay oh okay yeah yeah oh yeah i think so. 24 yeah so 10 years she'll be 34 mm-hmm. that's really young still she yeah. has a lot of life to live mm-hmm. and she will be eligible for parole in 2024 that's only in a couple of years mm-hmm. nicholas faced more severe charges since prosecutors said he came up with the murder plot also that him and gypsy both agreed it was him who killed Dee. Dee. he had charges for first degree murder In January 2017, his trial was postponed when prosecutors requested a second psychiatric exam. His lawyer said that he had an IQ of 82 and is on the autism spectrum, suggesting that he has diminished capacity. So they were basically saying, like, he has autism, so he shouldn't get this, like, sentence. Right. It's It's too severe. His his mental disorder was, like, had a lot to do with. Exactly. And he had initially waived his right to a trial by jury, but changed his mind in June of that year. In December 2017, the judge set Nicholas's trial for November 2018. In their opening statements, prosecutors alleged that Nicholas had deliberated for over a year before the crime, 
while his lawyers pointed to his autism and said that Gypsy had formulated the crime and their love-struck client had just done as she asked. So they were basi- basically, basically, they were basically, <laughs> they were basically just going back and forth saying like, no, he came up with the plot. No, she came up with the plot. Right. Like they're just trying to blame it on each other. The mm-hmm. lawyers were anyways. The next day, prosecutors showed jurors the text messages, sometimes sexually explicit, that Gypsy and Nicholas shared in the week before the murder, often using various personas as well as the knife, which he had used to commit the murder. So basically saying like, their texts, they were using their alternate personalities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In some of the texts, he asked her for details about Dee Dee's room and her sleeping habits. These were supplemented by video of his interview with police after his arrest, where he admitted to having killed her. Gypsy did testify on the trial's third day. She didn't have to with her plea bargain, but she decided to. Mm-hmm. She said that she had indeed suggested to Nicholas that he kill Dee Dee to end her mother's abuse. She had also considered getting pregnant by him in the hopes that once she was carrying Nicholas's child, Dee Dee would have to accept him. That is not a reason to get pregnant. No, that's but not a reason understand. to get pregnant. But like that probably would have been a maybe a better plan. But at the same time, how would have Dee, how would Dee Dee have treated Gypsy's daughter, right or son, right? Would she do the same thing to them that she did to Gypsy? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not right to bring a child into it. Mm-mm. Neither of these plans are good plans. No. So, along with the knife that she eventually gave to Nicholas, she stole baby clothes from Walmart during a shopping trip so she could go ahead with either plan. So she had a backup. Yeah. It was either, I've got the knife so we can kill her, or mm-hmm. I've got the baby clothes in case I get pregnant. Well, I think she wanted to do the pregnant option. I think yeah. she wanted a child of her own. And I, she she just didn't want her mom dead. Right. Um. So, she said that Nicholas never told her what he thought about the pregnancy plan, which makes me think that he wanted, wanted to, to kill, kill her. her. Yeah. After four days, the case was sent to jury. Jurors had the option of finding Nicholas not guilty or guilty of one of three murder charges, involuntary manslaughter, second-degree murder, or first-degree murder. So, they could have gave him, a sh- a, like, a less severe sentence if they wanted to. Right. After only two hours of deliberation, they returned with a verdict. And Nicholas was found guilty of first-degree murder and armed criminal action. So, is that, like, the maximum they could have given him? Yeah. Gotcha. In February 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder conviction, the only possible option since prosecutors had declined to seek the death penalty. Nicholas asked the judge for leniency on the armed criminal action charge, which carries a minimum sentence of only three years, saying that he had fallen, quote-unquote, blindly in love with Gypsy. He received a sentence of 25 years on that charge, which he is also serving along with his life sentence. So he ain't getting... Nope. The judge also denied a motion by Nicholas's lawyers for a new trial. They were like, nah. So they want to go over it completely. Yeah. Because he said his lawyer argued that the jury should not have been allowed to hear that Nicholas had considered raping Dee Dee on the night of the murder. And he also argued that the state's psychologist should not have been allowed to testify while Nicholas's psychologist should have to establish that he had diminished capacity. Which I'm sitting here thinking, like, they're both psychologists, so... Like, what does it matter? It doesn't. I think they were just trying to say that to... Get him off, like, better. Yeah. So today, Gypsy is healthy. She says she understands she committed a crime and now has to face the consequences. Uh, She hopes to help other abuse victims in the future. And she's also said she enjoys more freedom in prison than in the life she shared with Dee Dee. However, when asked by Dr. Phil if she was glad her mother was dead, she stated, quote, I'm glad that I'm out of that situation, but I'm not happy she's dead. So she said she has more freedom in prison. Yep. than she did from her mother and we know how the u.s prison systems are they're yeah, terrible that's crazy have you seen 60 days in oh yeah messed up and she's happier than in in prison with that situation yeah. than she was no i would literally cry my eyes out if i was in prison yeah. i'm sorry i couldn't do it couldn't do it i'd go crazy but but that last I statement mean... sorry go ahead what were you gonna say no go ahead i was gonna say that last statement she said She's glad that she's out of the situation, but not happy she, her mother's dead. That yeah. just goes to prove even more that she didn't want her mom to die. Yeah, she didn't. 
at all. And like in the um in the uh documentary. documentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. In the documentary, she sounds sad. Like she sounds legit. Yeah. But also I read in another source that the psychologist basically said that she really needs like a good therapist mm-hmm. because of the fact that like her mom was a master manipulator and D- or gypsy has taken on those traits as well and like she's gonna need a new psycho like a really good psychologist therapist mm-hmm. whatever it is to reverse all that try and get her in like the right mind mm-hmm. space and also like today her and her dad have a great relationship that's good they talk all the time good i think he probably is the one that puts money on her books 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 her, <laughs> her books i would assume so but yeah well, that's nice yeah and um, he, he's he's still contacting her mm-hmm. well he didn't helping know her through it he didn't know like that's the worst part imagine being a parent your daughter is always away from you you think she's very sick you think she has this chromosomal disorder and then all of it comes crashing down he probably is like sitting there wondering like why why didn't i see that something was wrong yeah like you know? why didn't i investigate Could've further mm-hmm. so yeah that's the story of gypsy rose blanchard well i'm glad she's happy and healthy me too i feel really bad for her Mm-hmm. like i don't think her mom necessarily deserved to die i don't think anybody deserves to die Mm-mm. well some people i kind of walk a great line with that you know? yeah death is a very very touchy thing Mm-hmm. for sure but yeah I don't think that Dee Dee necessarily deserved to die. Yes, she could have served a prison sentence, a very long one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but who would thoughts. have who would have known exactly? You don't. You, you never know, like how long she it could have taken for somebody to actually figure it out. Mm-hmm. She I could agree. have killed her. Yeah, I definitely. Mean, she could have killed Gypsy for sure with all those different medications with mm-hmm. the stuff that she was doing. I mean, she had her teeth rot out of her brain of her brain of her mouth (laughs) so well that was a good one that was a good one thank you for learning me something no problem is that the end yep that's it that's all all i got i had to end it on a quote that was a pretty good ending thank you thank you you're welcome all right guys well that's it for this week's true crime episode we will see you next time Don't forget to go to listen to Kirsten's Storytime episode this week. It's a doozy. (laughs) All right, see you guys. See ya. Thanks for listening. Bye.